This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. We're going to delve into a subject that is close to my mum's heart. She's a massive fan of Jose Mourinho. He's a little greyer than he was when he first came into English football back in 2004. My mum did swoon over him then. I think she still does now. He is a silver fox and he's the special one once more. Well, not yet, but he is starting to build something at Tottenham that, that certainly looks like it might just be uh, Tottenham's year to, to end wow. all those years of hurt. And I think for Jose Mourinho, and I do need to apologise and accept that I myself was wrong, Dev has been in touch. He's a regular <laughs> listener of ours, yeah. and he's just messaged me a, a couple of days ago to say, or in fact, in fact earlier today, to say that uh, you need to publicly climb down <laughs> from your position that uh, Jose Mourinho is the no longer special one. Because obviously I wasn't a fan of the appointment. Richard Pochettino looked to be building a really progressive side that were playing expansive football. They got to the, uh, the final of the Champions League. Then weirdly, he seemed to, and to use a footballing cliche, lose the dressing room overnight. Spurs were in free fall. And he was fired summarily at the start yeah. of uh, last season. Jose Mourinho's come in. And uh, I don't think it certainly went all his own way at the start. But I think what we've seen is this is a year for Jose Mourinho to thrive. The man thrives in, in chaos. Yeah. He lives in that realm. And this is the most chaotic year probably yeah. in my lifetime when it comes to sport. It, as far as I can remember, this year and the ingredients around it have allowed Jose Mourinho to come in into an underdog team, mm -hmm. not a Manchester United where the expectation on him is to produce expansive football and to win trophies. He wasn't capable of doing that. That was shown and he was found out to some degree when he was in charge of Manchester United because he certainly had chance and he certainly had the money spent and the budget backed to, to actually see him make that, uh, that tenure a success, which I don't think he did despite the fact he won the Europa League and despite the, the fact he won a cup competition. I don't think, and I think you'll agree with me, his, no. role, his reign at <clears throat> Manchester United was not a success. Here, you can see in the way that Spurs are now playing, there's a conviction, there's a belief, there's a system, there's a tactical approach. And I do feel as well more naivety from Pep Guardiola. Not the first time that Pep has been outthought tactically against a team which is perfectly prepared to let City have the ball yep. and suck up all that pressure and then just hit them uh, as they come forward like Spurs did last night. So I think massive kudos to Jose Mourinho. And I think he is now primed to thrive in this chaotic situation uh, that is unfolding. And I think we said it when he was appointed, or certainly I did, and again, I want to dig that out, and, and I fancied him to win something. And, and there's still a long way to go for this Premier League. Tottenham do sit atop the Premier League table this evening. That could all change with Leicester, of course, and Anfield later this evening. But one thing that I saw in yesterday's game against Man City, all the hallmarks of a Jose Mourinho side, that counter-attacking thrust, sit in, absorb the pressure, and then bang, you hit Man City on the counter-attack. And it bears fruit in the stats. Uh, Hyung Min Sun, the top scorer in the Premier League, with nine goals. Harry Kane, who is evolving. Every passing week, he is evolving more, dropping deep, becoming a number 10 as well as an arch finisher and a number nine. He's actually the leading assist maker this year in the Premier League with nine. Nine goals for Hyung Min Sun, nine assists for Harry Kane. You would normally think roles would be reversed, but you look at Sun's role now, and, and first goal, opening goal... 
last night was case in point. Harry Kane dropping in deep, Tangai Undumbelli, the run from out to in from Sun, over the top, in he goes, and he's a, he's a master finisher. He doesn't get enough credit, does Sun, for the way that he finishes when through on goal. It was a lovely little finish, and then from there, Man City didn't have much, was not impressed with them at all last night, and Toby Alderweireld, that injury could be a problem for Josie. He did go down, and Josie is worried that that groin injury may be a long-term one, but everything I saw from Spurs last night was a Jose Mourinho team. Difficult to break down, sitting deep, and then bang, they've got real conviction, real, I guess, incisiveness. When teams open up, you hit them on the counter-attack. He did it at Real Madrid. He did it with Inter Milan as well with Wesley Snyder pulling the strings. He is built for the underdog, is Jose. And to yeah. take your point, Man United and Real Madrid to a point, too big for him. There's too much expectation. He likes to bloody the noses of the bigger teams. He's built for Inter Milan, who were in the doldrums for so long. He was built for Chelsea, who, let's be frank, didn't have much of a history. Built for Spurs as well. The year does end in one next year. It could very well be Spurs' uh, year. And he likes, you know, I would compare... Hyungman Son is not the same player, obviously, as Frank Lampard, but he likes a goal-scoring midfielder. He likes a, a more traditional number nine, like a Didier Drogba. Obviously, Samuel Eto'o, who he had at Inter Milan. He seems to... Uh, yeah, Diego, Diego Costa, Diego at, Costa. Uh, at Chelsea as well. He seems to build teams around those individuals, and I don't really think he had them at Manchester United. Well, he, Correct he had, me if I'm wrong. He had Zlatan, he had Paul. I mean, he spent... Huge money. Eric Bailly came in. Henrik Mkhitaryan was a Jose Mourinho signing. Ultimately, though, what's going on behind the scenes at Man United proved he, he couldn't... The prima donnas, your Paul Pogba's of this world, he, he couldn't get them under control. To be fair, though, Pochettino win anything. had his chances to win and didn't. And I think that as much as Spurs were ex- brilliant on the eye and they were a great team to watch, they were, I, I would say, as as impressive at times as Liverpool were to watch. During the year that Liverpool won the Champions League and uh, and Spurs obviously got to the final, they were a really exciting team. But the currency is trophies. And, and, and Jose, listen, you just get the feeling that if Jose Mourinho was in the position to win Spurs a trophy, he probably would find yeah. a way to get it done. And that was beyond the capabilities, as it, as it turned out, of Mauricio Pochettino at the time. He loves a and fact. that's just one of those things. It does, he, Jose. He loves a fact. Sorry to cut you off there, Rob. He loves a fact. And he would always say that, listen, you look at the stats for Real Madrid, scored more goals than any other campaign when he was in charge. And yet the purists were still not happy. It's the same with Spurs this season. They've scored 21 goals. I think that's a league high. They've smashed, what, six against Southampton. They scored six against Man United. They're scoring goals. Yes, OK, it's not prosaic. It's not, it, it's not the, the, it was the never passing going to move. Be. But it's not. It's still, though, when it's played and it's carried out to what we saw, the dismantling of Southampton, the dismantling of, OK, a 10-man Man United, and then last night... There is still something devastating. There is still something very pleasing to it when it's at full flight. As we saw for both goals last night, the first goal was a cracker. The second goal, Harry Kane into Giovanni Lo Celso. Lovely little finish with Kevin De Bruyne it was. I was interested to see it was him chasing back. And I know Man City were opening themselves up in, in vain in, in, in the search for an equaliser. But yeah, if Spurs Ma- follow his kind of letter and, and follow his tactical approach, they've got a real chance. Man City have a real job ahead of them and I know it would be premature to write them off because it is such a topsy-turvy season and, and there's not that much big of a points difference. But just the look of them right now, they don't look like a team playing with much confidence. They, I think they've been poor since they lost to Lyon in the Champions League uh, quarterfinals, was it? Yeah. And I just feel like there is a lull there that, that just hasn't... 
I don't know. That Pep yep. Guardiola has a massive job to turn that around, I think. Liverpool have have obviously been been handcuffed and, and hamstrung by so many injuries. Joe Gomez, obviously Virgil van Dijk being out for the majority of the season. Defensively, you can certainly see that Liverpool are vulnerable right now. Um, you would look at Tottenham as Chelsea. being a genuine title contender. Chelsea. Leicester are a genuine title contender. There are five, maybe even six title contenders this season. Mm. It's just going to be one of those years. So if you've got Jose Mourinho, a man who has won three Premier League titles in two different spells at Chelsea, a man who knows how to do it, and a man who's clearly galvanised a talented group of players who are all seemingly very comfortable in the roles they've been asked to play, Tottenham will lose games, but it, will, it won't be one of those seasons that we see a team lose only one or two yeah, games. The idea. champions this season are going to lose six or seven. It's going to be one of those seasons. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.